Welcome to the Christian Youth Camp Podcast. At Camp Chioka, it has been our mission for over 50 years to lead campers into a deeper relationship with Jesus Christ and each other. These conversations share the heart of our camp family in efforts to lead us all into a deeper relationship with the Lord. Today on the podcast, we have Jordan Summit, Digital Media Manager at Butt Commander and also a parent to two of our campers. He serves Camp Chioka so willingly, whether through archery, videography, mentoring counselors with his wife, or being our personal fitness coach at 7 a.m. He'll talk with us about the patience that he has learned from youth, especially as a parent, and watching us counselors do our jobs. Working with social media and TV, he'll share his heart with the role of media in the kingdom. While we know that the kingdom is not built in the media room, it is certainly helpful, so I'm excited for y'all to grow with us today. We have Jordan Summit with us today, who is a father to two of our sweet campers. And what has coming out to camp and seeing it for yourself meant to you? Oh my gosh, this place. So I've lived in West Monroe for quite a while, about 15 years. And actually, uh, Camp Chioka was the first house that I had when I moved here. Um, Nobody was in the the house up there, the maintenance house. (laughs) And uh, when I started working for Willie at Buck Commander, um, he was trying to help me out. You know, this, the Robertsons are a great family and they're yeah. very, very helpful and, and take care of us. And anyway, Willie was like, man, I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you get a house, you know, that you can live in. So it was really hard to find a place to rent around here. So Willie hooked us up with a house up at front and, uh, Reeves is in now. <laughs> and, uh, that's where we lived for like the first three years of our marriage. And, um, at that time, I think there was like a little transition, you know, where camp wasn't on and off, or it was kind of on and off as far as what was going on here. And so we literally just lived on this hundred acres. Wow. And so I'd come walk down, I'd go fishing at the pond, you know, yeah. stuff like that. And, you know, really it was just kind of our own little oasis. And, but I never did really get to see it um, with all the campers here because I just lived up at the front. So, I wasn't involved with the camp. When, once camp started, I was away from Secluded, all of that. So yeah. I was I was doing my thing. I'd go to the office every day and, and do my work there. And So I never really got to see the camp side of it. Um, I knew the grounds. I, I mean, I knew it was an awesome place. It's beautiful out here. and uh, but, but I just didn't get to see, you know, how everything was. And so um, we've been married about two, two and a half years. And then we had our first son, Rhett. And um, born in that house, raised in that house for two years and then we ended up moving and and uh somebody else moved in there and um now i'd say my son's probably i got two boys uh one of them uh is this is gonna be his first year here yeah uh the other one Rhett, he's been coming for five or six years and you know it, it's just i've told you guys this before but you know when you come drop off your kid here you, you know especially with the the day campers you get to hear it every day, like what they did that day and everything. And, and you're usually driving and I just being honest with you, I might take in 25% of that, yeah. you know, cause it, <laughs> there's just so many stories, but they're so excited and they're ready to come back. It's, it's awesome. You know? Yeah. And so then once you have overnight camp, you know, then you don't see them for a week and you're just ready to see your kids and, and just been so long. It just feels like an eternity since you've seen them. And so you're ready to get home and, 
and or bring them home and see them and and hear all those stories and when they come for an overnight session then then multiply the day session stories <laughs> by you know 10 and they can't stop and so talking they but they're also stop. so tired it's, it's for a week you know yes. solid that they're still talking about that and they're singing the songs that they learned here they're telling bible stories that they learned you know you're hearing all this stuff and yeah i mean it's it's awesome to hear that as a parent but then last year when i started working here i got to visually see that yeah i got to i got to see the kids out there doing all these activities i got to hear the stories that they had been telling me my son had been telling me i'd see my son every day you know and i'm trying to keep my distance because you know, hey, he's supposed to be here, you know, dad, old dad's, you know, over yeah. there in the archery area. And he's excited to come to archery because he gets to see me, you know, on mm-hmm. that day. But but I'm like, hey, you know, go be a camper, do your thing and, and stuff like that. And so I, I, I wanted him to be able to experience this place. Even though I'm here, I'm like a fly on the wall. I'm watching yeah. it from a distance. And that's why I was with all of the counselors and all the kids. You know, I worked over in archery and I, I would have you know, two or three groups of kids every day come through there and we do all of our archery lessons and we do the walkthrough on the course and, and it was all good and fun. But a lot of it was just me just kind of watching people because I'll be honest, when I came to this place, I don't want to say I had the best attitude. I wanted the best point in my life spiritually. Yeah. And I, it, it was really tough adjustment for me going from, running cameras and editing every day. It was just a change in jobs. Still working for Buckmare, but just doing a different thing. So yes. it was really, it was new. And so when I came down here, I, you know, it really, I want to say it was a, almost like an attitude adjustment <laughs> a little bit because I got to see these, these, these college students that didn't know my kid from anybody and how well they treated him. Yeah. You know, and, and they were all like big brothers and big sisters to them. And I learned patience from watching you guys deal with kids. And I consider myself a pretty seasoned veteran when it comes to <laughs> dealing with children. You know, I got two yeah, of them. So, yeah. and, and I got nieces and nephews. And so I think, hey, you know, I'm, I'm pretty good at being able to handle kids. But then when I come out here, things that would drive me crazy about my kids at the house, <laughs> I see you guys handle way you know, more yeah. than that with tons of kids. And so you guys really made more of an impact on me than me helping this camp at all. Yeah. Like everybody was thanking me every day, you know, thanks for helping with archery. I'm like, man, I'm just a, I'm just a bow hunter cameraman from Arkansas. <laughs> that's just blessed to be here. Yeah. And, um, anyway, I, back to your question, what did I take away from this? You know, camp? what, what, what is my take on it? there's too many things to say. Yeah, absolutely, which I think is for everyone who's had the camp choke experience. But going more specifically into patience, why is that important in living a Christian life to be patient in all regards, not just with kids? You know, patience is something that's that's not easily acquired. Um, But when, when you pray for patience, God may not... He may not just give you the patience. You know, I'm, I'm struggling with this. You know, my son's driving me crazy about whatever, you know, and, and I'm trying not to get upset. I'm trying to have patience, right? Or, or, or if it's patience as, you know, I'm waiting for my moment in life, you know, this next job, I'm trying to be patient. Lord, God's not just going to go, 
There you go. You got patience. And then all of a sudden everything's all right. He's going to make you work for that patience. Yeah. So you've got to go through things to acquire that patience. And so, like I said, out here, I dealt with my son when he would come through Archer. I would deal with other kids. But then I would watch you guys and how you dealt with kids. And I learned a lot from that. Just going, man, these guys really got patience. And they're dealing with 150 kids <laughs> out here. I've got two at home, and they're about to make me pull my hair you out. You do have them every day. <laughs> I do have them every we day. Give you credit. But you guys are out here in the elements. I mean, it's just, I don't know. I, I just, I really, you guys really inspired me last year. And so that was one of the things I told you before we got started was just my patience just grew immensely um, just being here. And it wasn't like I was put through any uh, trials or anything like that, or really uh, grow patience, I guess it was, it was just more, it was an inspiration to learn to, Hey, you can work through that stuff. You can be more patient. I mean, um, you're watching these kids out here. I call y'all kids. I mean, watching these, these, you know, young men and young ladies out here being able to handle all these children and they're doing fine. And you've got some kids that are doing great and you got some kids that not real sure if they want to be here and they're yes. a little rougher and you guys are, Hey, you know, come on. And then by the end of the week, you see all these kids just come together, you know, and they're all crying. You know, you guys are crying because totally. you got every, it was so funny too. Like I say funny, but <laughs> you know, I was here for, for the, the whole summer and usually I would be here on closing day every day, yeah. you know, when everybody was wrapping up going home and it was the same thing every week. You had a new group of kids that you only got to know for like a week. Yes. But y'all were all crying and, and hugging and taking photos. And, and Monday you see them running away to their parents if it's day camp, but then by Friday it's... That's right. I don't want to leave. Can I still like, spend the night next Exactly. Week? And my son was one of them. I yeah. mean, he, he was, Daddy, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I don't want to you know miss you and Mama on his first day when he was like six years old. And then now he's like, when is Camp Chioka? Yeah. I cannot wait to go back. What have you learned so, from them and their excitement and just looking forward to things? Because I know you said, like, all year, they're like, look at Smug Mug and YouTube, and I've just heard multiple campers' parents say that. So what do you see in their excitement? I, man, I'll tell you what. they With with both my boys, so my, my younger son, because I worked out here last year, he, he kind of would come with me, and yeah. he would get to do the little day camp. So he he actually did get, get to be here last year a little bit, but. Um, and he, he's a mama's boy from way back. I mean, just doesn't <laughs> want to leave mama. And, uh, there was a couple of the girl counselors out here that just did wonderful with him. Oh. And, uh, it, it was funny because he still remembered, like when we, we, we would have wanted to invite some of you guys over after the session, <clears throat> the sessions were over last year. And he would ask specifically for certain ones, you know, certain <laughs> counselors. But he was like, are they coming? Are they coming? And then now we're a year later, and I'm talking about, hey, I'm going to go up to camp and visit with some of the counselors. We're yeah. going to do a podcast, you know, telling them about it the other day. And he was like, oh, is so-and-so going to be there? I want to talk to them. That's You know, sweet. can I go up there? And so the things that they remember, too. And, and then, you know, my, my older son, he gets on YouTube. I mean, that's today's youth now is youtube and and social media and all that stuff and so he's getting on smug mug he's getting on the website he's getting yeah. on youtube and he's like looking at photos just remembering things and talking about them and just their excitement building up to this year has just been crazy i mean they yes. like dad can i go stay out there all summer do they have a package <laughs> where you can just start day one and come back 
on the Get last August. day of camp. Just, just go through all the sessions. Yeah. Unfortunately, we don't. Maybe we should offer that. But <laughs> anyway. You wouldn't see our patients abounding. Maybe. Uh, it, might be, it might be a little tough for them. That's what was cool. We had a Zoom call with all of staff, I think, last night. And one of the girl counselors that's grown up here, literally her bedroom is like Camp Shioka theme. Not intentionally, yeah. but because all the things she loves the most have come from camp and it's just on her walls. So I can't imagine if I had grown up here and had like that love and that excitement yeah. every single year. And I, I you know, I follow several, <clears throat> several of y'all on social media. And I, what's really cool about it is when you follow somebody on social media, you can really see a lot of who they are, right? Yeah. And and that's away from camp, okay? So I see you during camp. I see how you are, and how how well you do. And I'm gonna tell you right now, I've been a lot of places, and I've met a lot of people, and I've just been very blessed um, in the line of work that I that I do. But but I've met a lot of people, and some of the best people that I've ever met in this world are at this camp. Wow. And so literally, like people that I invite over to my house hey yeah. you take my kid for a week if you want you know, like <laughs> they want to come get on the treehouse with my boys like yeah they're just excited you know and anyway but going back to the social media thing is that you see I, I get to see how you are at camp and how you are with all these other counselors how you are with the campers in a group it's a christian environment right and so i get to see that but then once the fall gets here and y'all go back to school or work or whatever it is you do I still see you promoting Camp Chioka and the Christian lifestyle, yeah. which is awesome. That's that's really great for a parent, and um, that's something I would tell all the parents. Like, if you're a parent listening to this and and you're wondering if Camp Chioka is the place to send your child, we've got second to none on counselors. I mean, just second to none. These the, all these counselors are great people, um, just good Christian people, all of them, and and they're great with kids. So. Anyway, it did not take me long after starting to work here to realize that our counselors aren't just following the Lord over summer. And I right. quite quickly knew these are going to be my forever friends and my forever people because they do pursue the Lord year round. Um, and talking about like your sons and having them kind of grow up around us during the summer, but you get them the whole year. So how has being a father better showed you like the heart of God as a father? <clears throat> Being a father is, which we've got Father's Day coming up, I guess. So, being a father to me, it, it's the it's the most special thing you could ever have. I mean, other than I guess being a mother, but <laughs> being a father is just something. You got kids that you know, like my two boys are super loving and just tender hearted. Just I don't know where they got it from. Can't be for me. It must have been their mother, but they are the sweetest kids and and how they think of others, um, especially in times like right now that they, they, you know, we don't do a whole lot of news at our house just cause it's depressing and yeah. whatnot, but they hear it, you know, in other ways and they see it and they see how people act out in public. And, um, you know, the, the, the thoughts that go through their head and, and the, what comes out of their mouth about things are just the sweetest things ever, you know, and, and my, like my youngest son, He'll, he'll go in like, uh, what, what was it? It was maybe what? Yeah, I guess it was Father's Day. The other day mm-hmm. we were, <laughs> we were at my house and he came up to me with a little gift bag. He said, happy Father's Day, dad. And I was like, well, thank you son. Well, Father's Day is not till next week, you know? And he, he said, 
no, but I went ahead and got you some stuff. <laughs> so I opened the bag and it's a pair of my shoes. Yeah. It's, you know, uh, like a piece of candy from his candy drawer in the cabinet and then like an apple, you know, which to me, you know, to any adult, you kind of laugh at it, chuckle. Like yeah. I just walked around the house and grabbed some stuff. But like to him, he was dead serious. So I said, thank you. And so he literally he said, no, 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 hold on. And so he grabs each thing out and he tells me why it's important. It's like, here's your shoes so you can go work out in the mornings. Here's your apple so you can have that for breakfast. Like, he's he's thought ahead of all yeah. of that, right? I'm I'm just thinking he walked around the house and he <laughs> stuff. Minus. You know? But he's wow. literally, he ha- he's thinking ahead of why this gift is important. He didn't have to buy any of it. So when you get something like that, that's the epitome of being a dad. Right well, and I just think like of us as God's children and God asks us to give him our weakness, our brokenness, like all of our stuff and like just leave it on the altar and like yeah. he'll perfect it. So the fact that like he took your own stuff and like came and brought it to his dad to perfect is just such a beautiful that's image. That's it. Of who Isn't God that is. cool? Wow. Yes. And then something else you said was you know, like it's one thing to get to hear about camp when they leave, but it's another to be here and experience that with them. And I just see so much of God in that, in that yeah. God wants to experience it every day with us. And he still wants us to tell him about mm-hmm. it later. But he's there, like the fly on the wall watching. Yeah. And he already knows. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's watching all that. He's not, he knows what you're doing at camp. He knows what you're not doing at camp. You know, like <laughs> he knows everything. He's watching it. And yeah, that last year, that's what I got to do. I got to kind of watch it and, you know, kind of try to figure out people and, and also in my line of work, you, you meet a lot of different people and there's people out there that are crooked and then there's great people, you know? And so I, I came with a, like, what's their, what's their motive here? Like, are they, are they here for the camp or are they here just as a social event? Are they here just cause they need some money, yeah. you know, for a summer job, like, which none of them are, I mean, everybody was just great, you know, and you'd look at them and go, well, goodness, I, I feel awful for even like <laughs> putting up a wall there going, okay, you know. Yeah, it's good to ask this, questions because this it counselor. helps you see God. Yeah. And it's like, wow, God, you just blew away all my expectations. That's right. And like your purity of heart is yeah. present here. So in your line of work, you do like media for Duck Command, or excuse me, Butt Commander and video and stuff for them. So can you talk about how you've seen media change throughout time into what you do yeah, now? Yeah, So kind of just a real short, I wear many hats at Butt Commander, but um, I guess the main line of what I do is, is I am a videographer. Um, and so camera work, editing, um, I do a lot of social media now, mm-hmm. and which I'm, how old are you? 20. You're 20. So I'm 35. Okay. And so I wouldn't call that a huge difference, but it is yeah. when you talk about technology. So when I was your age, when I was 20 years old, and I know you guys probably don't like hearing when I was your age, because when I was 20 <laughs> years old, I don't want to hear some old guy telling me. What, I'm fine with it. That's why I do this. So, but when, when I was your age, when I was 20 years old, going to college, we had tapes. That's how that's what we ran on our cameras, tapes, yes. cassette tapes. If you know what those I'm are, familiar with the concept. Okay, cassette tape. We didn't have memory cards. We didn't have hard drives. We didn't have any of that stuff. Yeah. And so we had cassette tapes. So that's how we, you know, got that was our main form of media. So anyway, now just in 
15 years, I mean, just 15 short years, I have seen it go from no cell phones. We didn't have social media. We didn't have a Facebook. We didn't have Twitter and Instagram. None of that. I mean, all of that. Nope. That was it. It was like, if you wanted to check in on somebody, you called them on the phone, you, yeah. you know, wrote them a letter. I, me and my wife, we, she is actually a year older than me. We would write each other letters when we were at uh, Harding. So, I mean, we talked that way. And so we had landlines. So that's how you and corded phones, you know, just, yeah. that was how it was. And, 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 uh, anyway, you see it come in 15 years to now where we're literally instant gratification on everything. I mean, you shoot a video, this podcast, you're shooting it right now. Pretty sure it's going to be airing pretty soon. Like, <laughs> you can do stuff live right now. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing how far technology has come. And and I think about that from, from a Christian aspect of back when I was video, or back when I started, a cassette tape will then require you to take it. Unless you were part of the news where you're, you know, live streaming through cables on a truck with a satellite going off. If you just recorded something on a cassette out here, then you've got to take it back. You've got to dump the cassette, and that would take however long you filmed. So if you filmed an hour, it would take one hour to to dump the footage because you would have to sit and watch it. There's no just yes. sit there and let it, you know, dump on the computer. You'd have to let it just play out, and you'd watch it all, and then you'd go edit it, and that would take some time. And then before you know it, it's, you know, a month or two later. And yeah the events already passed and nobody cares about it anymore. <laughs> now it's like literally you're doing social media at camp with kids going on right now where they can see what's going on right now at camp. Yeah. And it's amazing. And it's, we've got awesome podcasts out there, Christian podcasts. There's awesome videos you can watch on YouTube. Like it's just amazing to me to see just how much media has changed and and how, if we use it correctly, if we use it like, you know, God's given us the ability to have the knowledge to create this technology now. If we use it right, we can totally glorify him yeah. way quicker. So it's pretty awesome. I, I, it's just, and, and now I'm the old guy, which, you know, I've got to be able to keep up with all the youngsters that are coming in, you know, I kid the other day that was 15 that was out there I mean he was running circles around me shooting <laughs> video and I was like okay well, now I got to step yeah. my game up on how I can do things you know and so it's it's keeping me on my toes you know but it, it's just amazing how fast things change and I can't even imagine in another 15 years what it's going to be like yeah you I know? remember you talking about just re recording over cassettes and stuff accidentally <laughs> Or you want me to tell that story? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, let's tell that story. <laughs> so, <clears throat> go back to the cassettes. I went on an elk hunt. Uh, it was actually my first year at Buck Commander. And uh, I went on an elk hunt and a video of this, this big elk. And uh, this lady shoots it. and Really good footage. And it was actually my first ever film on, or a hunt on camera that I'd ever filmed. And uh, anyway, so... Like I said, we're, we're on cassette tapes, right? Well, the cassette tapes, if, if you don't know much about them, it's obviously tape on a reel inside of a plastic casing. And just like memory cards we have now, they have a little lock button yeah. that keeps you from being able to do anything to the footage that has been recorded onto that tape. Oh, brilliant. And so, yeah, very, very, very smart. <laughs> 
So me, being a very young, green um, cameraman, um, I took the footage back and, you know, had it on the camera and set the uh, camera on the table there at the back at the uh, shed. And anyway, we were all kind of celebrating, you know, high-fiving. We got the elk, and, and uh, then they started bringing the elk in on a, on a trailer. And Willie looked at me, and he goes, hey, man, you know, you need to be rolling on that. Well, I, I was on my camera kind of getting it queued up so that we could watch the footage. And then when I yeah. saw that elk coming, Willie's like, hey, you need to, need to be rolling. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And me trying to be Johnny on the spot, <laughs> I get over there and start rolling. And in about 15 seconds into that, I'd go, oh, no, I just realized what happened. And I immediately stopped, and I walked over there, and I pressed play, or rewound, I pressed play, yeah. and I'm seeing, like, the elk coming in, all the footage that I found, <laughs> like, okay, good, good, good. And then I see the lady draw back her bow, and then all of a sudden, it's beep, beep, beep. <laughs> Here comes the tractor bringing in the elk. I totally videoed over the most important part yes. of the hunt. The, 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 uh, I mean, it, it just, I was sick. Yeah. And I remember Willie, like, I mean, I, I walked up to him. I was like, I screwed up bad, dude. I, I really messed this up. And he said, what's wrong? What's wrong? And I said, I, I don't know how to tell you this, but I just recorded over the, <laughs> over the shot. And he was like, are you serious? Well, we were there with some pretty important people. Yeah. Um, some of Willie's, you know, friends and, and, it was kind of embarrassing to Willie because this, this is, you know, all-star camera, guy, camera that guy that he brought in from college. And it's like, hey, this is how it's going to run this run this thing. And, yeah. And I've recorded over the best part of the hunt. And so Willie's just kind of like, I don't know what to say. He said, we'll just talk about it. So we went home, mm -hmm. and I didn't say a word for the whole eight-hour ride back. Oh I mean, just God. didn't say a word. And you know it's not that big of a deal when something happens. Like, it's not yeah. a band in the world. Yeah. But it just crushes. Oh, but it crushes you. It's like when we had corrupt files the other night. It crushes that's you. That's right. And so, anyway, it's that's in the past. But it it did make. I mean, it was a good learning experience. Yeah. It was one of those things. that's, you know, it's another one. That you, and he kept you. <laughs> yeah, and he kept me. I'm still here. So 15 years later, I'm still here, thankfully. And Willie, if you're listening, I really appreciate that. But, <laughs> um, yeah. So it's it goes back to what I was kind of saying earlier. It was like God. When you ask God for patience, he's not just going to give you the actual patience so that you don't have to do anything. Yeah. You know, ask God for anything. You know, it's I'm asking, hey, man, I want to, I want to, I want to grow as a cameraman. God, help me grow as a cameraman and be successful. Yeah. Well, my 20-year-old self isn't thinking about my 35-year-old self at the point I'm at now. He's, I'm thinking about, I want that, I want to be the 35-year-old self right now. I want the instant gratification of it. But guys, uh-uh, you're going to work for that. Yeah. I want you to get, work through the challenges to get to that point where you're going to be when you're 35 years old. And so now, and I, and I can't say that I haven't messed up since then. I've messed up many times, mm -hmm. like many times I've messed up. And one thing that I always tell my boys, and I tell anybody this, is just just like they say, you get kicked off the horse, get right back on, yeah. keep riding. I mean, don't quit. That is one thing in my in my family. I've told my boys: is do not quit, no matter what you're doing in life. Do not quit. If you think something something is tough, I guarantee it's tougher on somebody else than it is you. And so, if you just don't quit, eventually, ride it out. It's gonna work out all right. 
Yes, it will. So you've been doing this stuff for 15 years. Mm -hmm. And why do you find it important to capture things, whether it be like you filming or editing video or social media? Why do you think those things are important to the kingdom? So, you know, and I actually just started filming for our church a little bit too. And um, to me, to be able, especially in times like right now, so you get to a point where we're all able to go to church together. We're all able to, you know, partake in fellowship and, and, and you know, rejoice and, and, and worship the Lord. And then all of a sudden, you got the government telling you, can't do it anymore. We got to shut that down because of COVID, you know. And we're all looking at each other. And I think that was what I was most amazed about with this whole Corona thing was that all these churches in America figured out how to get around this yes. to still be able to have fellowship and 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 do it quickly you know that that goes back to what i was saying about media if this happened 15 years ago <laughs> think about that you wouldn't be like, hearing from anyone for a while. There, there wouldn't be any of this like yeah. you, just, you couldn't get on your phone every sunday and watch the live service from your home church you couldn't do it yeah like it just wouldn't happen and so now with technology god put technology there he, and he gave us the knowledge to go, Hey, let me figure out a way around this to overcome this challenge so that we can all fellowship and worship him. Yeah. And so that was, that was really cool to see that That's this, true, yeah. this spring for me. And as far as to your question back out here at camp, I mean, to me, to be able to video these kids and video, um, and not just me, I mean, we've got a great media team and, and, uh, Everybody does such a great job out here. I've been, I follow the social media, and it's just very well done, very very good. And it, it it's good for parents to be able to be able <clears throat> to be able to go look at that social media and know what's going on at camp, yeah. or know about the improvements, or you know, we're sorry, but we got to cancel in June. And 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 there's all kinds of things that happen, but it's it's awesome to be constantly updated. Yeah, you know, it makes you feel comfortable about Definitely. it, right? And so then once your kids come out here and you got a great media team, you got social media going on. I'm a parent who's sending my kid out here uh, for the first time, maybe. And I'm really worried about if little Johnny's going to be able to make friends. He doesn't know anybody. But then you've got this awesome media team. You've got people videoing that, that literally I can see it that day or at the end of the, of the session and go, man, golly, look at all that, you know? And so, to me, that's just so cool. And and I would say that people back in in uh, back in the day, you know, back in the nineties and eighties <laughs> and, and before when camp's been you know, camp's fifty years old, you know, I think they would love it if they could go back and watch old videos of themselves. Oh, yeah. You know, like they see the old pictures, and we all look at all the old pictures, like oh, that's cool. And we love to see how the landscapes changed mm -hmm. and like buildings moved and new buildings being you know constructed and. And stuff like that, and and to be able to document it, yeah, as it's happening, that's pretty cool. And your sons and everyone else that they camp with will be able to look back at pictures and videos and remember, I learned this that summer, that's and right. it was real. And like God is, when they go through hard times, they can have that physical reminder of what happened. So capturing things like that, and then also I was talking to John Lincoln, Mary Kate. Their first picture together was from a camp photographer. When they were just friends, I'm like, cool? we can be capturing that stuff. Yeah. It's just by simply doing our jobs and yeah. watching God do what he's doing. That's right. That's right. So I know sometimes me, like, being on the media team and journalism being my major, I'll get discouraged with 
I'm locked away in a room all day editing and my eyeballs hurt. Um, And like wanting to actually go out and be with people. So how do you kind of balance doing your job but also still immersing yourself with people? Man, it's funny. You you have to, (laughs) the balance is figuring out your sleep for me. me. Because I do do the bulk of my work for for when I'm doing stuff with Buck Commander, for instance. It's an all-day shoot. You know, you get up at daylight, you yeah. end at dark. I mean, we're doing something all day long with all of our guys. And when we're not hunting, it's fellowship. Just like here at camp, you know, it's fellowship constantly. And I want to be involved in that. Yeah. And so I can be involved in that, but then I sacrifice some sleep. So that's kind of what I do is I do a lot of my stuff after hours, a lot yeah. of my editing after hours. And I kind of, I'll, I'll break it up, you know, in my time during the day if nothing's really going on I'll, I'll find a balance there but but as far as like man it, it is it's tough you know so you don't, being out on you don't, you don't. Or... and so you 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 really just have to figure out how to manage your time yeah. you know where you can go okay well i may sacrifice two hours of my sleep tonight so that i can edit this but i got two hours of fellowship with my friends and campers and counselors that meant more than that two hours of sleep yeah yeah. And something that you encouraged me with is just remembering the things we're creating will be effective even if we're not able to see that That's right. That's right. immediately because it is from a distance. Mm-hmm. And I think, I don't remember if you or Willie were talking about this the other day, but just like moments, um, filming Buck Commander and literally like watching people get baptized and like conversations that would happen with other cameramen mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like, do you have anything on how that's worked in your life? Yeah. So... With Buck Commander, we've got a, a group of guys that are from all different backgrounds. Yeah. And one thing that I really like about our show, and I know this isn't a podcast for me to talk about our show, but <laughs> one thing I really do like about our show is that all of our guys have the same goal, to get each other to heaven. And yeah. and and it's been built that way, you know. Um, Willie being the the founding father of it all, you know. <laughs> Um, it, and then you see these guys that, that may have come from a past that, you know, le- was leading them in the wrong direction, but then they get with a group of other guys in our, in yeah. our crew that are an inspiration that are living for the Lord. And then you see people get baptized and then people that we, we've been to camps and, and then just people that, um, have been around our guys and, and man, there's something different about you. Like we're used to hunters coming in and they do their thing and, and you guys are different. Yeah. And that speaks to them. You know, we've had other people get baptized too, you know, just other yeah. random that have just met our guys. Cause that's, I've heard like something stories of people crying in the car, cause like filming whatever. And like, I don't know what just happened Yeah. in someone else's life. But now it's creating a story. Oh, totally. Them. We had, uh, we had a camera guy that just, he, he literally, I mean, he, everything he filmed, he watched it all from, from outside and Phil actually will tell a better story than this, but, but he watched it all from outside and then he eventually said, so he was like, Hey, I hear you. Yeah. I heard everything that you, that you're saying, like you guys are different. And he said, I want in on that. Wow. So pretty cool. I mean, you never know who you're inspiring or, or, you know, motivating, um, but if you, you know, learn to to work for the Lord and be a shining example of him, you're going to 
motivate a lot of people and inspire a lot of people. Yeah. So then kind of to wrap up the last questions we asked, um, are what would you tell yourself before ever coming to camp? Maybe not five or six years ago when like your son started coming, but maybe just last year when you started actually seeing what would, what was happening? What would you tell yourself before? Tell myself? Yeah. Like as far as a parent, don't be nervous. Kick them out of the car and tell them they got it. <laughs> Seriously, like it's gonna be fine. Yeah, it's gonna be fine. They're going. They are going to grow and learn and love like they never have before. Uh, you know, I, I end up you know picking up my son and you know it, he didn't. He gets to see me during the day, but he didn't get to see his mom, and they were all crying. You know, and mm-hmm. I, I get up there and I tear up you know watching the videos and, yeah. and i was there for half of it you know just walking <laughs> around doing my job and um you know there was that song uh forgive me if i get it wrong but it was that high wide deep oh yes you know that song last year every time i heard you guys sing, i would hear you guys singing that from the archery area that's incredible and, and uh let's see it was pretty much when pretty much when camp was wrapped up yeah, I downloaded the song yes. on my on my phone. Okay, and so I came up here the day after all everybody's gone, camp's deserted. I came up here, and I just was looking around, and I was just sad because there were no it's like an empty there was, school. There were no kids running around. There was nobody laughing. There was nobody. I mean, I went and rang the bell just for fun, <laughs> you know, and just so I could hear it. Yeah, but to be able to hear all the laughing and the just the playfulness going on here and just kids being happy it's just an amazing sound like i could it's just awesome yes i mean you, you could put that on the soundtrack and just i'd listen to that all the time i mean I kids laughing that's probably one of the greatest sounds in the world to me yes and that song is so good there's not a time that i get in the oh, car without no. the other camp counselors and it always comes on oh it's a, a constant since i downloaded it it's a constant request in my vehicle dad can we play that can we play that i love that so anyway that that song it did a lot for the for my two boys yes and you know uh one of the things that i was i was telling them last year i said you, you guys would, would teach them about the gospel assembles mm-hmm. here. And so what's funny is that I have that tattoo on my arm. Yeah. And my youngest son is five and he came up to me and he was like, he was drawing it on the ground by himself and he was telling me what it meant. And he was like, dad, did you know this? And he was telling me that. Gosh. And I didn't want to like be a, Bubble Buster, because uh, it's like, been oh, here for a while. <laughs> but what was I just sat there and listened to it? Yeah, like, that is awesome. So where'd you learn that? I learned it at camp. Oh my god! Learned gosh. it at camp. Learned the gospel at camp. You know, and he's telling me Jesus came down, he died on the cross, he went back to heaven, he's coming back one day. You know, I mean, he went yeah. through that whole deal, and that's just amazing. That you know? is so cool to hear yeah, at their age because we can be so discouraged with yeah. our five-year-olds, but to hear that he took that away is incredible. Yeah. So, wow. you know, and, and I, I had a couple of counselors over for dinner one night and told them, I said, hey, I want you to think about this. I think I told all y'all this when we were doing some archery instruction the other day. And I said, just take it from somebody like me that watches from afar. I said, you have no idea the inspiration that you'll be on these kids. Wow. 
and what you will do that will lead them in the right path. You have no idea. And so just keep on keeping on. Uh-huh. So That's so good for all of our counselors to hear. And then last one is when it's been months since camp and your kids are really missing their camp friends and like learning about God and stuff. What is it that you tell them or encourage them to do? Well, a lot, a lot of times what we'll do, um, <laughs> we get on the, my oldest son just wants to get on the website. Yeah. And he goes through <laughs> photos. He's just flipping through photos. But a lot of the uh, kids that he's got or uh, made friends with, um, they'll get on there and we'll let them do their little FaceTime to each uh-huh. other. You know, they exchange numbers. With yeah. Mom and dad's numbers. And we'll let them FaceTime and talk and, and, yeah, I think my older son, he he was talking about starting to write letters, which I thought was really cool. I, I highly encourage that. that. Like, writing letters is yeah, it's, it's an old thing, but it needs to be brought needs back. To come back. Yeah. And um, it's just something personal about a letter, you know? Yes. And uh, anyway, but, but going through the songs, I mean, we've got a whole playlist on my phone that's just yeah. all the songs I heard at camp. And anyway, and then, they, you know, you guys are doing a great job with your little YouTube stuff. And yeah. so they can go back and watch this. They listen to podcasts from last year. I mean, it's cool that you can have Camp Chioka year round without actually having to be here. So, so you can get your Camp Chioka fix all of the months <laughs> out of the year. Yeah. Okay. And there's so much, just so many other things offered online and stuff for them to be looking mm-hmm. at that if we can provide something for them to look at. That's right. That's the best thing they could be doing oh, on the internet. And, and, oh my goodness, there's so much that I, you know, you want to keep your kids away from. Yeah. You know, today, and it was funny. I think about myself as a kid, and my parents were. I, I would say I was pretty. You know, my my parents regarded me pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, and when now that I'm older and I see the things that that. You know, they guarded me from now or like 10 times worse. Yeah. You know, in today's Everything's day, got more drastic. It's just, yeah, it's just crazy. But you got a place like this, man. It does the heart good. Yes, it does. It really does. Jordan, it has been so good yeah. to talk to you and so encouraging. Can I pray for us? Sure. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for the gift of camp. And thank you for the ways that you move in hearts and that you transform lives here. God, we thank you that you're our Father who sees all the things that we're doing and you just get so excited when we want to tell you about them. And we pray for our campers, Lord, that they would keep confiding in you, that they would keep telling you how their day was and what's on their heart. God, thank you so much for Jordan and the dad that he is and just the spiritual figure that he is to all of us counselors here at camp. We thank you for the gift of patience, for the gift of childlike faith and joy. Lord, keep stretching our hearts, keep um, growing us in disciplines so that we would learn patience, so that we could be more faithful and obedient servants to you. So in the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank y'all so much for listening. Since the kingdom is not built in the media room, it is our hope that you take these ideas into real-life conversations with friends, family, and the Lord. Be sure to find us anywhere you can scroll at Camp Chioka and live knowing that you are loved.